Welcome to Uber. Drivers are our most important partners, and we appreciate all you do to keep Uber running smoothly. As a driver with Uber, you're able to go online whenever you want and find people who need rides anywhere in your city. To load the app, tap the. Depending on the country in which you live, what it means to be a contingent worker is going to vary. In Australia, at least, contingent workers are covered under the 2008 Independent Contractors Act. This is the definition. Those who operate their own business and who contract to perform service for others without having the legal status of an employee. So that's really important to begin with. It's saying you're not an employee. They perform services for others without legal status of employees. That is, they are engaged by a client under a commercial contract rather than as an employee under the employment contract. So you're completely outside of the legal systems we have in place for employees. Independent contractors have the same rights as their clients under common law to control the terms of the contract. There's a lot of complexities in that particular one, but what it's saying very, very definitely, you are a business. You are not an individual human being. Dr Tui McEwen is a senior lecturer in the business school at Monash University. Yeah, you've got basically your prima donna workforce at one side to the grunt at the other. <laughs> yeah, since that the legislation came in, since we've had that terminology, we're collecting data on these people. What we haven't had the opportunity to go and uh, work with the ABS and actually drill down into that data. But I certainly know from my own research that, yes, that polarisation is absolutely there. And it's even in areas like IT where everyone thinks, yes, those guys are paid lots of money. Well, you've got your completely court-dependent sorts. Um, often we call them sham contractors. Not sure I agree with that particular term, but the idea is that the power is somehow not with the individual, whereas our definition we've just looked at seems to imply that there's that equality. Because you are a business, you have exactly the same bargaining rights power out there as any other business. These are people going from one job, one gig to the next, and they're very, very hard to capture. They're very elusive. And the biggest single thing we find with a lot of them when you do get them, they're working multiple jobs at once. And that's something no data system anywhere has ever been able to gather, this idea that people aren't just doing one job at a time. You might come and do your interview in the morning, you know, as a, um, as a journalist. You're going and doing something else at lunchtime, and you may be under a completely different company, a completely different business name. You know, so one person, I mean, the worst I've come across is somebody's got 12 different identities, and they're all registered as separate businesses. And it does seem to be increasing. You know, people sitting like me who are supposedly a permanent full-time tenured academic and you've got your own um, freelancer company on the side. We know that in the United States they have a phenomenon which they call the working poor where people are so badly paid that they have to take on two, three, even four jobs. How does that relate to this idea of the freelance economy? And as you say, people taking on multiple jobs, is that a sign then that, that many of these freelancers perhaps aren't making enough money from one particular contract so they have to take on multiple contracts at once? Look, again, I think that gets back to the idea of, you know, our original definition had this very nice idea that we've all got labour market control and that it's a, a relationship between equals. Most people who've done freelancing themselves know that you negotiate for what you think that the other party is going to pay, particularly if they're a larger employer, and your ability to command large prices is so dependent on the current circumstances. So, yes, uh, it's a huge concern of bodies like the... Um, the unions, obviously, of the International Labour Organisation and the rest, that we may be in the process of creating a race to the bottom. So we've got the illusion of the gig economy, of the Ubers and the rest, and people supposedly doing well. Well, even at the, some of the things coming out about Uber, you know, where they, they actually do seem to be targeting some of their drivers who are marginalised, vulnerable and the rest, and exploiting them. There's that real tension. 